You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guests, Dave Brakovich of Northstar Digital Solutions and Dave Cox of Polaris Transportation Group. current economy has seen supply chain companies pull back on key investments, particularly with regards to technology. But in the big picture, are they actually hampering their chances at stability? After all, the right tech can benefit everyone from carriers to consumers in both the short and long term. Dave Brakovich of Northstar Digital Solutions and Dave Cox of Polaris Transportation Group join us to share some real-world application of making the tech work for you. Joining me today on the Inbound Logistics Podcast, I have Dave Brakovich, Chief Operating Officer of North Star Digital Solutions, and Dave Cox, President and CEO of Polaris Transportation Group. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining the Inbound Logistics Podcast this morning. Thank you, Jeff. We are going to be talking about integrating technology in uh, uncertain times. It's been a, a crazy two plus years, so uh, I'm hoping you guys will have some some fantastic insight for us. Uh, but before we get started, I would like to ask you to introduce yourselves to our audience Give us a little bit about your background and what you're doing with your respective companies today. So, uh, Dave Brekovich, if I can ask you to start us off. Will do. Um, so, again, my name is Dave Brekovich, and I am the Chief Technical Officer for the Polaris Transport Group of companies. And uh, also, I have a dual role, which I, I'm also the Chief Operating Officer for North Star Digital Solutions, which is the software division uh, underneath the Polaris Transport Group of companies. Excellent. Thank you. And uh, Dave Cox, how about you, sir? Good morning. Uh, my name is Dave Cox, president of Polaris Transportation Group of Companies. We are the largest privately held cross-border carrier in Canada, focusing on cross-border traffic. Uh, emphasis the last few years has been in technology. My goal is to digitize uh, all our Polaris companies. We have five operating divisions. Uh, I also have a strong emphasis on um, our Polaris people, making sure they're well taken care of, as well as uh, love to give back to the communities we operate in. And re most recently, my mind has been kind of shifting more towards sustainability. Uh, I'm not entirely sure uh, where I'm going with that. I just know we need to do more and I'm fascinated by that journey. Excellent. Excellent. Now, uh, speaking of digitizing, uh, in today's economic environment uh, that has uh, seen companies uh, kind of pull back a little bit on tech investment, why is it that Polaris uh, sees the need to invest in a new logistics tech solution? So uh, I'll answer that as is Dave Brekovich, uh, just to jump in quickly. Going back a few years um, before I was uh, employed here at Polaris, I actually sat on their board of directors for quite a few years, which was very exciting and fun. Polaris um, recognized early on, and I was part of their board of directors um, back probably 216, 215, 216, dating myself a little bit. Polaris had a vision that they understood that digitization was a critical path uh, of success uh, for their organization. It wasn't good enough just to be an excellent service provider. You needed to be able to reach out and connect and uh, digitize and optimize the uh, processes within the organization and also be able to effectively connect with clients uh, externally and along with partners as well on a digital platform. So as we embarked on that process, uh, Dave Cox was kind enough to uh, stretch out an olive branch and get me to um, come over and, and, and uh, drive the technology wing of uh, Polaris and its companies. And we embarked on uh, a very strong uh, digitized initiative back in 2018, 
and we started with uh, robotic process automation. Um, we drove that initiative in a very, very um, aggressive manner and very successful. Um, we automated a full intelligent document processing uh, that required some heavy labor, lots of hours and um, error prone as well. So uh, the excitement there was to push us into the next envelope by utilizing robotic process automation. And I think we were probably at the time one of a very few um, transportation companies to actually utilize RPA that was really big for financial type institutions and healthcare and such. So uh, that was a big uh, plus for us. We recognized then that that investment, we didn't want to stop. Dave Cox was very visionary in that fact that basically said that, look, this train's not going to stop. I want it to continue. Um, so we then uh, jumped aboard and we really started turning up the, the heat on making sure that we're very capable of doing uh, multiple things on digitized platforms. We wanted to optimize our, our people's time and we really wanted to you know push that technology envelope uh, to stay ahead of the game. So Needless to say that, you know, many people always look to maybe pull back on tech investments, especially in this economic environment. However, for us, this is part of our DNA. And, uh, you know, our focus is, is we must continue to be front and forward with it. And, you know, for us, this is no different than investing in capital equipment like trucks and trailers, because it is part of our DNA. And we're going to continue to invest and improve our ability to be on the top of our game with extending our te technology capabilities in unison with the excellent services that we provide. To add to that, I, I think that also the, uh, the interest that really started me down this road and, and, and Dave and I on this journey, I like the ability to be able to scale our business um, with with these tech enhancements. And what I mean by that is, you know, being in, based out of Toronto, Canada and operating for the most part of the United States, you know, I had two options, invest a lot of cash or invest in technology. And the cash option really didn't make a whole lot of uh, business sense to me, but investing in technology that can allow my business to flex when the economy is hot or uh, flex back when the economy is not so hot was really intriguing to me. It insulated uh, Polaris and insulated our people from um, economic disruptions. And it really seemed to me that was the path forward. So it was really, um, that was the genesis behind it. Well, speaking of uh, genesis uh, and um, paths coming together here, talk to me a little bit about North Star Digital Solutions. How did this cooperation get started? Dave Brekovich here. Um, well, I get a, a couple of things. When we started, again, prior to the prior answer we just, uh, uh, just commented on, uh, we recognized, and Dave, Cox recognized uh, right off the bat that the one single investment in technology was not enough. We wanted to do more. We wanted to stretch. We wanted to focus. What we found was, and and this comes from a lot of experience for myself as well. You know, thirty years within the IT space, manufacturing, distribution, finance, and healthcare. Typically, internal organizations don't see themselves as an IT company. They see IT as a service, maybe a needed service to keep the wheels on the bus. Uh, many organizations get caught in that trap in the black hole and basically can't get their heads above water because operational needs, breaks, all those types of things are constantly happening. And then, of course, their IT teams get absorbed in just keeping the wheels on the bus. So Dave and I had a discussion and Dave basically 
said to me as well is I want to keep this train going. And I asked him if it would be preferred, maybe we kind of separate ourselves a little bit outside of the business and, and become almost a, uh, a partner within the business that we're, our focus is not just keeping the wheels on the bus. Our focus is advancing Polaris group of companies as far as we can go by utilizing maybe not bleeding edge, but certainly cutting edge technologies and keeping on our toes. So um, back in 2019, we agreed that Northstar Digital Solutions was to be launched. We would be, you know, semi-separated from the business, but still, you know, at you know, joined at the hip for making sure that we drive um, business solutions effectively uh, with technology. So we created not only the uh, the, the business unit and populated uh, a great team of developers automation engineers, uh, API specialists, EDI specialists for B2B. And then we also created a digital lab, something I've always wanted to do. And when I mentioned that to Dave, he was uh, enthused to say the least. Um, so we've created a really great environment in our internal facilities that we have a digital lab. It's open to all of our operational people. And um, we, uh, you know, we, we, we try to enforce, um, you know, usage of that digital lab for all our folks and invite them in to draw up ideas. So we've got this massive whiteboard uh, that covers a whole wall and in there there's computers. It's a really friendly environment. It's got stools. It's very technologically um, uh, nice looking and, and, and it's a, a very, I'd say, modern looking. Um, so the investment that Dave made was phenomenal and our teams then get in there and we draw things out and we draw out gaps. We draw out um, very, very uh, great things that we can actually look for solutions. Um, Dave Cox is probably our, our, our largest attendee. He comes in there and basically draws on the, uh, on the board and then shows us what we, uh, you know, gaps that he's been thinking about. And then he, he'll walk out and say, okay, there's my drawing. And <laughs> now go ahead and uh, make a solution. So this is where our ideas come from. Uh, all our smart people get together. Uh, we create things fairly quickly in an R&D type environment. And then we drive change, um, which has been a phenomenal partnership. Uh, there's, you know, most software companies that are working out there, they don't necessarily have the advantage of having an asset-based company behind them. Uh, we do. So one of the things that is great for us is once we create a solution and we typically will use a very, um, a very aggressive style of launching, uh, um, you know, a, a, a process. We don't use waterfall necessarily. We use rapid development and then basically get out there and really drive it. So um, we are uh, very, um, very aggressive in our way of actually um, developing and launching uh, solutions. And it's been a great, great journey so far. You know, I think that uh, you mentioned that the digital factory, digital lab, Dave, uh, I find it, it's almost like a safe zone, right? You bring uh, our subject matter experts in here that, that perhaps don't have um, a high level of sophistication when it comes to their, their tech, technology IQ, but it's a safe zone. It's where, you know, we kind of look at what we, what we um, have today and what we need, but we're able to feel good about hey, what do we actually want what can we what what is the best scenario where we can enhance the customer experience um you know people these days want traceability and, and visibility 
how do we how do we reach those goals and we'll throw things or literally right right on the uh, digital wall there and we come up with some great ideas thanks to uh, the North Star uh, developers yeah I know it's uh it's always fun to see uh, solutions uh, come to life uh, from the whiteboard through to uh, to practical application right um, speaking of which uh, I know that uh, you guys have a mobile driver application out there called freight focus. Uh, can you go into that a little bit and talk to me about the mission of Freight Focus? Absolutely. Um, again, Dave Brinkovich here. So Freight Focus was a, a brainchild of, um, I think, all of us. <laughs> um, you know, Dave Cox always presents challenges to me, and I'll take them home or, you know, just, you know, out of the blue, we'll have a chat sometimes on the weekend. And it's just spur of the moment stuff that, you know, something that might be bothering him or, or an idea that it'll come up with. So the synergies between us are fantastic. I sometimes like to wear a uh, operational hat rather than an IT hat, but um, solutions come far and fast. So Freight Focus was designed basically initially as COVID hit us back in uh, 2020 and 2019. Um, you know, people, first of all, Dave Cox is very conscious of his people and how he can, um, you know, do the best things that he can do uh, for his people. Very family oriented, uh, you know, driven to success by having the people there. So it's it's people power uh, process and IT kind of together. So one of the things that was coming up was how do we keep our people safe? Our drivers are out there every day collecting documents, paperwork. Um, they're bringing it back. They'll bring it to the dock. They all come maybe together and, and from you know city and, and, and our line halls, and then there's just this stack and stack and stack of paperwork. And what happens is is we need another party of imaging people that'll actually take those documents. Now they're, you know, potentially getting contaminated with, um, you know, documents that are coming through, and then basically having to scan them, and then they got to file folder them and so on. So we thought, what? How can we make this a more efficient process? So this is where Freight Focus was born. We found um, through our partnership with a company called Rodaro, um, a, a base type system. And I looked at many far and far and wide. Uh, nothing was really, really grabbing our attention and focus because driver applications need to be easy. Our drivers are on the road. They have a hard enough job managing their daily work that they don't need, you know, now another application on their phones that they have to go through, you know, 100 tabs and become a technology expert. So we wanted something ease of use, but we also wanted to make sure that they could scan documents and we could integrate and pass them back to our back end. So we call this kind of, you know, bringing the road to the back office. So with Freight Focus, as we developed it, it was a very excellent application. It has some great graphics. It has a, a phenomenal, kind of like an Uber app basically. Um, I asked one of our dispatch managers as we were developing this app, if I could offer you any type of software, what would it be? And the dispatch manager said, look, I would love to be able to see my entire fleet with all their deliveries and pickups on one screen. Well, voila, Freight Focus was born. So currently Freight Focus uh, mission is to provide the transportation supply chain industry an easier way of bringing the road to the back office. Currently, I think many transportation companies, maybe the big ones, have much more availability to, to have like couriers. I know FedEx and UPS have 
a way of, uh, you know, taking pictures and then basically aligning that to delivery notices as well. Freight Focus is similar to that, but it's very geared and, and it has been somewhat customized because this is where our proprietary work comes in for the LTL market space. LTL is, um, you know, it, it sounds like you're just moving freight, but it's not. There's a lot of complexity to it. There's border crossings, there's invoicing, um, there's, you know, quality of, uh, of the freight being delivered. And so we wanted to give our drivers the best capabilities that they could have in using, utilizing technology and then leveraging their backend partners, which is our administration people in helping them. So if they're on the road and they need directions, or if they're on the road, they could be stuck for some reason, uh, an issue with their, uh, equipment, we will know immediately. It's all real time. It's all visible and benefit that we want to bring to, to the organizations, to carriers, is to be able to process documentation quickly, integrate it, less hands touching the process, and really utilizing and embarking on automation such as we have to really push the envelope so that invoicing is clear. Um, let's say, you know, reducing the errors, um, bringing in efficiencies. And we can see now, for example, when we're scanning customs documents, it used to take sometimes hours and maybe sometimes days to process uh, clearances of freight um, if you're you know, caught with time issues. At the moment, you know, our drivers can leave at six o'clock and if we get the customs document scanned within you know, uh, 6.30, uh, within about five minutes, our freight's clearing because the document is API integrated to our TMS backend and basically our ro robots or our robotic process goes to work and we've got, you know, freight cleared. So that's incredibly efficient. Um, so that our mission for freight focus uh, to, you know, say kind of generally is the focal point is the ability to centralize, uh, you know, dispatch teams to see entire fleets in motion in one view uh, and using the platform to push and pull information ad hoc. Uh, for us, it's super critical for communications as the LTL world is uh, is very dynamic and it requires the ability uh, to be flexible all day, every day for our clients' needs. So that was a mouthful, <laughs> but uh, that's our mission. <laughs> well, well, well said. I've got nothing to add to that. Well said. <laughs> well, no, that was great. That's a lot of information there. Yeah, for sure. But for Freight Focus, is that a, uh, a global solution or what kind of uh, coverage are we talking about? Yeah, so at the moment, it's the, our coverage is mainly focused in the North American market space. Um, that's where we live. Uh, so again, back to how and why NDS was created was to really support our you know, main customer, which is Polaris Transport Group of Companies in its entirety. So we have three business lines. If we didn't mention it, we have our LTL cross-border, we have uh, 3PL warehousing, and we also have uh, 3PL freight forwarding. So we wanted to consider our entire suite of companies that are, um, you know, given the ability to, to drive business. So uh, currently, you know, and we operate it within the North American, uh, North America is as far as a, a, a geographic location. However, uh, for freight focus, we can go beyond those borders. So our immediate coverage is, is North America wide, Canada and US. However, we are potentially looking to um, internationally uh, drive this as well. So once we stabilize North American market spaces, we can look at opportunities down the road. Uh, to go international so that we could cover the globe. What uh, what kind of carriers uh, would benefit from this? And, uh, you know, in terms of uh, short-term and long-term? So um, just 
and Dave, please chime in on this one too as well, because I, I think it's very important as a you know business owner, especially for um, a large fleet such as Polaris, is um, you know the benefits are going to definitely be something that, from a CEO's perspective, need to be um, shone on. Um, and I think while we did this, and when I marketed it to the product, I, and I showed it to Dave, I think Dave's comments and quote unquote is like, I want to buy this tool all over again. <laughs> Um, so, you know, one of the things I think, uh, you know, the carriers that can benefit is, is we're targeting all carriers and couriers um, that, you know, deliver freight, pick up and deliver freight every day. What's a better way of doing this? I think we've brought kind of the idea of Uber freight or sorry, Uber um, tracking type tools uh, to the commercial uh, transportation world. Uh, it's pretty unique. It's pretty great um, when you could see your asset your truck your delivery actually approaching your delivery location it's pretty phenomenal like i said it's kind of like watching your uber driver you know approaching you and communicating with them in real real time if you had to so again um you know carriers and couriers from all sizes uh we want to you know our goal and freight focus's goal is to bring the road to the back office giving the drivers the ability to utilize technology uh, integrate to our back ends uh, for real-time tracking and information management. You know, our focus is LTL market space at the moment, but as we have refined and tailored some very robust features within the application that works for LTL market space uh, for some intricate details, uh, we, we also have the ability and in the tool right now, it's already configured to launch for uh, full truckload market space as well and couriers uh, for retail as well um, because um, it's really all about managing things electronically. So again, instead of giving a driver a paper manifest, we can issue this electronically. Um, we could see what's happening and the driver can communicate electronically back as he completes his day. Uh, his manifest is real time and updated. Um, the, the feedback uh, real time to customers and our dispatch uh, is basically configuration pieces that are out of the box. Um, so for the for the retail and truckload spaces there shouldn't really be much um customization required at all um so you know this goes for any size of carrier as well um so long term we're looking to go wider with the tool as we see the tool offering some real benefits for retail and distributors uh that maybe don't even have an asset uh, uh base uh, within their organization but they utilize they may utilize and monitor the need for their own carrier networks, which are subcontracted. Um, so these applications, again, you know, they could go from one application um, and that it can be integrated into their core system seamlessly uh, using API technology. So, um, you know, I think there's just lots and lots of benefit here, short-term and long-term. I believe that uh, bringing something like this to the market space, allowing ease of use for the driver, and again, firsthand, this has been tried and tested with an asset-based carrier, uh, such as Polaris Transportation Group, and our drivers love it. Um, so that's kind of comment for me. So Dave Cox, what are, you, what are your thoughts as a CEO and how you use it? Yeah, so this is a very interesting question. You know, from from a, a pure entrepreneur and business owner's perspective, you know, of course, as Dave mentioned, visibility is great, easy use is great for our our drivers. 
But, you know, I, I, my mind thinks in terms of cash flow. What I find absolutely fascinating is, is that when, when our fleet is on the road and they have a successful delivery, we've captured the, the, uh, the bill of lading, the proof of delivery at that time. We're, we're automatically invoicing within minutes of that capture. That has sped up um, my, my receivables and, and days outstanding. Uh, and, and I've never, you know, really, it truly, that something that caught me off guard. I, you know, in theory, I knew it could happen, but seeing it in practice, it is absolutely uh, amazing. It's really been a game changer from, from my business. Uh, for that's an invoicing perspective. Uh, again, we're a cross-border carrier. So as Dave mentioned, information capture with respect to uh, customs clearances. Again, our drivers are picking up, they're, they're imaging the, the, the documentation and within seconds, minutes, information is being uh, transmitted to the custom brokers. And, and where we used to have teams of, uh, you know, 20, 30, 40 people affecting a customs clearance for our fleet at night, you know, we're down to a handful. It's a cleaner product. It's a quicker product. It saves me money. Um, and it's been an absolute, um, like I, I couldn't, you know, I, I dreamt about it. Dave and his team have made it happen. And now it's just a matter of fact how we, we live our day-to-day life at Polaris and the Polaris Group of Companies. Yeah, uh, Dave Brinkovich, you, you mentioned that um, this was good for any size carrier. Uh, is it really that um, size agnostic, regardless of whether you're a small carrier or you've got this large fleet? Yes, absolutely. Um, the application is is really built on a, you know, I guess, the most advanced technology platforms uh, from a mobile perspective. Um, and from an integration perspective, we have some very solid tools. We have an enterprise uh, service bus that, and some very smart developers uh, that were able to build the interconnect connectivity uh, that's required um, on the back end. So from a scale perspective, there is really no thresholds that we can't manage. We use AWS platforms for hardware um, and database uh, structures uh, from a Microsoft SQL perspective. Um, so there's no limit really um, in managing the transactions. So we can scale and integrate to the highest levels of transactions down to the smallest. Um, so we're really agnostic on a, on a, on a size side. Um, you know, our solution is also a hardware agnostic, meaning it can be deployed simply as a downloadable mobile application on iOS and or Android frameworks. Um, and we're also integrated and capable of launching it on tablets for such as ELDs using Windows uh, operating systems or other. Um, so we've got, I think, a very solid product that's flexible and works in you know, a simplistic way in a form um, that many can actually deploy without you know, having you know, months to years of implementation. Um, we launched our product, uh, Freight Focus, probably, you know, our first launch was within weeks, maybe even less. Uh, it was very easy to configure. We were using a TMS product before that, which is really cumbersome, very batch oriented. And, you know, when the drivers decided not to follow a process and they all updated their, let's say in the, in the past, they all updated their, um, um, deliveries and or pickups at 12 noon when they had a break, our backend systems just grinded to a halt. And you can just imagine how, you know, terrible that might be because, you know, customers are looking for status updates, right? So um, when, uh, 
when we actually went uh, forward with uh, the freight focus platform, we were very careful and we wanted to make sure that the real-time transactions were never a challenge. So, you know, if two or three or 10 of our drivers, um, you know, prompt a, a delivery or, you know, they're prompted actually on their, on their units to say, have you arrived? And yes, I've arrived um, fairly easily. The system is updating a status. It's giving it to our back end. In turn, our customers will be able to see that real time as well. So now we're all integrated and we really don't have an issue with, uh, with scale and or performance. Yeah, it sounds like that transparency and visibility is, is a real key benefit. Um, are there other uh, benefits that, to the shipping community that, uh, that you can talk about? Well, I'll, you know, I, I think Dave uh, mentioned some really good notes there as a carrier himself and an owner op- or as an operator of a, you know, a big fleet and company, um, you know, his benefits of, of saving him money, making sure that visibility is there and, and really focusing on our clients. And that's what we do. And so the benefit, the key benefits for the shipping community community outside of just the carrier themselves will be the transparency to visually see where their freight is real time and be notified of any changes that might be that might be coming. That's an interesting point, Dave. When you talk about information capture, we're very fortunate right now. When our drivers are at our shippers and consignees, we're able to capture accurate piece count, weights, and dimensions. This is something that happened after the fact, uh, previous to using this product. So capturing accurate information, we're actually able to produce the proper rate, get any adjustments to our clients up front. And they truly appreciate that because they're not waiting for it, you know, 5, 10, 15 days afterwards when their freight bill comes in. Another uh, secondary feature of this, which was really something that was a point of discovery for me, is it allows us to manage our capacity better by capturing that accurate piece count weight and dimensions up front we're able to build accurate line haul schedules, producing more profitable and, and denser schedules each night. In the past, it was a very manual process that our team of planning engineers would put together these schedules at night. Now with the accurate capture of pieces, weight and dimensions, and as I mentioned, we manage our capacity better, resulting in more profitable runs and, and denser line hauls. This is fantastic and again, completely caught me off guard and was truly um, uh, an added bonus that I never anticipated. Great point. Um, and that's, and that's a big differentiator for, for our clients because again, keeping the error rates down, getting, keeping the transparency available for our customers is really important. Um, you know, everybody's looking to see where their, you know, um, shipping is, uh, if you're either a commercial, uh, consumer or just a public consumer, uh, in the, this day and age, what's the most important thing that you look for when you order something from Amazon? It's like, when am I getting it? When am I getting my package? Um, wouldn't it be nice if you could see where that driver is, <laughs> where that truck is, and when it's coming to you? So that if there is a delay, you know, there's so many times, I mean, just my wife just ordered something and she's been waiting for it for a couple of days. And yesterday she contacted the carrier and basically said, it's on its way, it should be there tonight. Well, it wasn't there. Um, so, and, you know, the visibility basically says, yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, being delivered, right? Well, what does that mean? So Freight Focus offers that transparency that the client could actually see, right? Is the truck stopped or is it moving? <laughs> so that, 
you know, I think for our communities, especially in commercial freight, you know, commercial freight could be tires, could be batteries, but it's all meaningful to the end client because they're waiting for it. They're, they, they, they have assembly lines, they have packaging, they have commitments. So if they have commitments, they need to know what's happening to their freight, where, when, and how. So, um, so they can make proper decisions. And I think, you know, offering this transparency of the visibility is fantastic. The notifications, um, you know, if their shipments will be delayed for any reason, they can plan better. They understand when it's coming. And I think, you know, even though you may upset the customer and basically if there's a delay, but it may be out of your control, it's better you inform them ahead of time than them calling you later and saying, hey, you were supposed to be here and you're not here. Um, so I think that's super important and transparency, I think going forward, um, not only just with, uh, you know, uh, openness and communications, but technology is going to make us all transparent in some way, shape or form. So, uh, as Dan, Don Tapscott in the blockchain world has said, is that with blockchain and, or these types of technology exercise is not an option anymore because you're going to be naked. <laughs> So shippers and consignees are, you know, from our perspective, we notify them too as well, 20 minutes before freight is arriving. And from a, you know, visual user interface, they can actually see the truck moving, which is super important. It's cool, but it's also, again, no different than if you're ordering a Lyft or, a, or an Uber app. What if you didn't have that app, right? Or if it was stale or if it was just, you know, in text, hey, your driver's coming. You're like, okay, where? Where is he? Right. You can see visually what's happening. If you, it's raining outside, you're not going to stand on the corner. You can get under cover while he's coming and so on. Um, so that uh, that's a little bit on the benefit side of the shipping community. And I think the benefits also are as well transparency, but also real time processing where uh, documents are being processed. And, you know, we have something within Freight Focus, which is really cool, is breadcrumb uh, tracing. So. There may be times where, you know, a shipper or consignee uh, managers or whatever, they're busy, they're in the warehouse, they're doing their thing. They don't have time to check every truck. And so, you know, um, they may say, hey, you've never delivered your, your products. Um, however, our breadcrumbs will show that the driver left at X time. He covered this space. He was at your facility. And he delivered or dropped it off wherever it may be. And that breadcrumb is always available as an audit trail for our customers, which is there's nothing like facts. Right. And hopefully that reduces the amount of disputes uh, going forward and reduces the amount of bill audits, which I think transportation is really the only business out there that I know of anyway, in my own experience, that has to have this humongous bill audit group um, to check bills. Usually if you buy a service or a product, you know, you have a price, you have a product or a service and you pay for it. Uh, for, for more meaningful and actionable information about uh, North Star Digital Solutions or, or um, Polaris Transportation Group, where can we send the audience? So contact URL is northstardigital, all one word, dot solutions. And my email is d. Brakovich, B-R-A-J-K-O-V as in Victor, I-C-H, at NorthStarDigital.Solutions. And Dave Cox, what about Polaris? www.polaristransport.com. All right, great. And all of that information will be in the show notes. So if you want to go directly to that, you can 
click right there in your podcast app. Uh, Dave Brekovich, Dave Cox, thank you so much for your time today. Best of luck to North Star Digital Solutions and to Polaris Transportation Group. You guys stay safe. Thank you, Josh. Thank you very much. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash get il. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.